You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The 1865 Match Report. Forest was without Lewis Grabben and Jay Wall for this game due to injury and Lyle Taylor was the only recognised striker in the squad. On loan Watford midfielder, Philip Zinconago took his place on the bench after and only signed the day before. Not a lot happened in the first 25 minutes. Forest knocked the ball around OK without creating many chances. The the couple of half chances before to Coventry where Callum O'Hare hit one wide and he hit a tame shot at December. However, on 41 minutes, lovely play by Lowe Kembe so released Brennan Johnson who ran down the right-hand side, got away from his marker and played a lovely ball in for Lyle Taylor who couldn't miss from six yards out. Forrest should have gone into half-time 2-0 up. Brennan Johnson forced a decent save out of Simon Moore which resulted in a corner for Forrest. However, in the second half, Coventry come out a different team, knocking the ball around and playing with some real intensity. They had a shot what cannoned off the crossbar. At this point, it was all Coventry. Forrest didn't have any answer to their attacking threat. On 81 minutes, though, their winger got past Jack Colback and Gaetan Bong relatively easy, and he played a ball into the area where Swedish striker Victor Gorokas hit it past Bree Samba to make it 1-1. After that, Forrest didn't really create a great deal, mainly conceding silly free kicks in and around their own area. Then on 96 minutes, Ryan Yates made a silly foul in the right-back position. As the ball got whipped in, they had a couple of chances, which was brilliantly saved by Bruce Samba. As the ball come off the Forest keeper, Carol McFadson um, smashed the ball past Bree Samby. He got a hand on it, but however, it couldn't keep it out as it trickled over the line. Even though Forest played OK in small parts yesterday, and whether COVID had an effect on the team to play the full 90 minutes with the intensity of what everybody wanted, especially Chris Hewton. But like last season, when Forest had been in the ascendancy, they don't seem to see games out, relying on one goal and sitting on it and inviting pressure on. Hopefully in the next couple of weeks, Chris Hewton does get a few more players in before the transfer window closes and we can gradually start to improve. We all know this isn't going to happen overnight. 
It was great to see the likes of Jordan Gabriel and Brennan Johnson in the starting line. And hopefully they will grow within this team over the next coming months. Thank you, Tom, for your report from the Coventry Building Society Arena. Now, we are joined by Joey from Coventry podcast, The Knee Lamptey Show. And Joey, firstly, from where I was watching on telly, I thought that that was a game of two halves. Forest probably the better team in the first half. Coventry definitely the better side in the second half. Now, obviously, you're going to be delighted to have won with a goal deep, deep, deep into stoppage time. But do you think that that was a fair result? Um, yeah, firstly, I would say that most games I've watched have been a game of two halves. Um, in terms of whether I would say that's a fair result, I think you could have made an argument for it either way. Um, I think probably 89 minutes and it was a draw. I was looking at it and thinking, yeah, that probably is a fair reflection of the game. But obviously, I'm absolutely over the moon to have nicked it late on. Yeah, and looking at it through, um, you know, from a red perspective, I think really that chance that Brennan Johnson had just on the stroke of half time after good work from Joe Lolly, if that had gone in, then obviously 2 0 at half time, it's potentially a very different situation. Whether that would have led to a different result or not, a different outcome, we'll never know. Now, Brennan Johnson and Callum O'Hare were the uh, two number 10s, I suppose, and having a competition to see who would be the most fouled. Um, O'Hare basically got you back into that match, didn't he? And although your equaliser was perhaps a little bit fortunate with a bit of pinball, um, do you think that that's a good reflection of the way that Coventry wants to play through O'Hare, creating chances, bothering defenders and, you know, leaving a bit of room for other players to to get on and, and maybe score the goals? Uh, actually, the the first goal was a perfect encapsulation of O'Hare, who does a lot of good work in the build-up and perpetually doesn't have the kind of the decisive end product. And so a move where he carried the ball very, very well, fashioned a chance, but actually didn't create the goal is probably uh, the sort of very template of what he does. I thought he was much better today than a lot of the time when we see him. I do think he can be a touch overhyped. Uh, even though he was our player of the season last season. But I thought he was consistently dangerous today. And even his end product looked a little bit more trustworthy today. Uh, Brennan Johnson is a player that I must confess that I've never come across before. But I was admittedly in the fits and starts in which he produced it. He looked terribly impressive. I had no problem with your first goal. I thought it was just very, very, very good work from him. Yeah, Brennan Johnson obviously had a very successful loan at Lincoln last season and hope, hopefully he'll be able to keep on that, with that momentum this season in a red shirt, we hope. Obviously, he's come up through our academy and it's great to see so many homegrown products in the Forest team. Now, the other thing that obviously is the big talking point from this weekend is having fans back at the ground. And of course, it's a really big day for Sky Blues fans because you were back at home for the first time in two and a half years, I believe. So... Um, let's be honest, OK, home advantage, I predicted it was going to be a big factor. And on the local radio here in Nottingham, they were saying, well, the uh, Coventry fans basically sucked the ball into the net. Do you think having home fans in the ground was a critical factor in your team getting back into the match and then going on to win it? Uh, yeah, you were 100 percent 
beaten by narrative this afternoon, unfortunately for you, because you had the double whammy sucker punch of the happiness at having come back to the stadium that was built for us. And the other thing that caused an enormous upswell in noise, which was the return that might have gone a bit unnoticed for opposition fans, but Jody Jones came on as a replacement for Martson on about an hour. Jody Jones has suffered three consecutive anterior cruciate ligament injuries, which would have kept pretty much anybody out of sort of football for the rest of their career. And he made his return for the first time properly today in what was probably about two or three years. And so him coming on just gave that extra little boost of energy, well, not even little. From the moment that he came on, the noise went through the roof. And then at the end, as you say, it really, really, the atmosphere just made a huge, huge difference in a way that, typically speaking, I don't think you often see at championship level, but that, you know, we're really told today. Yeah, we wish Jones well uh, with his recovery. Um, our former captain, Chris Cohen, suffered three ACLs. And so we've seen how how damaging it can be. So uh, Jody Jones is only a young lad, so so good luck to him. Now, the other thing I was going to say is for Reds fans, um, we've got to get over it because we've got three home games in a week coming up, including the Carabao Cup. And I think it just shows the power of the fans and, and how important it is that we get behind the lads. Um, Back to you, Joey. Just a quick question, really. What are your expectations for both teams for this season in terms of where you expect them to be in May? Easier answer for you, I guess. I don't know how good your squad is, but I know how good your manager is. And so I would say I would need you to tell me how good the squad is. But ultimately, if that is an all right squad, then you will finish in the playoffs or higher. If you've got a thin squad that might struggle, then I still think you'd be mid-table or there or thereabouts. I think you could see it again today. We are two very similar sides managed by two very solid pragmatists. I just happen to think that your one, as much as Robbins is an absolute god to Coventry fans, Hewton is is absolutely fantastic at this level and, and that can't be disputed. I think you'll have a good season overall. And I also think that after years of you lot having terrible turbulence, your situation probably looks somewhat settled compared to some of the basket cases in the championship at the moment. Derby, Blackburn, I think, are going to really struggle this season with the um, well, the lack of stability there. For us, it's going to be down to how unstable other clubs are compared to us and how good the promoted teams do. So I think we are relegation candidates very strongly. But I'm basing that on looking at our own squad. Last season, we only stayed up by virtue of the fact that we had lots of teams worse than us. And I think if we're going to stay up this season, it will be the exact same thing. It's hardly a thrilling vote of confidence, but I think it's probably an accurate reflection of where we are this season. Well, I've got two things to say in response to that. Firstly, the Forest squad isn't good enough at the moment. We have got problems uh, in terms of squad depth. We've got a number of positions where we just don't have enough good players. The other thing I would say is that what I admire about Mark Robbins and about Sky Blues last season is that he got you playing greater than the sum of your parts. So you've got some decent players, but uh, with Robbins as the manager, he got you playing at a level that you really probably didn't have a right to. And, and that's what made, made sure that you weren't in relegation trouble at the end of the season. 
anyway, I guess that's something that we can debate ad nauseam. In the meantime, uh, thank you for joining us, Joey, uh, and congratulations on the three points today. Where can Forest fans find your show if they want to have a listen to your opinions about the Reds from a Sky Blue perspective? Uh, yeah, we wish you all the best for the season. Uh, I wouldn't even recommend Coventry City fans listen to our podcast or drivel such as it is, um, let alone opposition fans who've just been beaten by us. Uh, but should you have masochistic followers, we are at kneelamptyshow.co.uk or on your podcast apps, and it's Kneelampty Show. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much to Joey from Knee Lamptey Show. Thank you also to Tom. And thank you, listener, for joining us. Uh, we'll be back soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.